Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. God is so faithful. Eight years. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I've been asked to teach about thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If that's all we keep saying, we can be done with the service. Bam. That's my full stop, sorry. <laughs> Let's start with, I usually like to go through definitions because sometimes we say some words and if we're not careful, we've said it so many times that we can lose the meaning or lose sight of the meaning. So let's go through some definition. What is the definition of thank you? It's a word we say a lot. We even teach our kids, say thank you, thank you. So according to the Miriam, or is it Miriam or whichever one? <laughs> thank you, dictionary. Thank you means it is a polite expression of one's gratitude. Now, I looked at another dic- um, dictionary as well, Oxford Dictionary, and it says, it is a polite expression used when acknowledging a gift, service, or compliment. I really, really like that definition because it highlights the different components of what thank you or thanksgiving means. There are about three different components in thanksgiving. The first one is the presence of a kind or good gesture or deed. Something was done. Something was done. Maybe someone gave you a gift. Maybe they rendered a service to you. But something was done. So the presence of a good gesture. The second part of it is acknowledgement of the gift or service that has been given. The first one is it's been done. But then the second one is acknowledgement. Acknowledgement means taking notes of something. Paying attention to something. You know, it's so possible for something to be done, but not actually acknowledged. Let me give an example. We thank God for e-transfers. It makes life so easy. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Someone can send you an e-transfer. And maybe you already have it set up as auto-deposit. So it goes straight into your account. And you know, most of the time, um, banks will actually send notifications to your email. But just in case it went to your junk mail, it's possible that that money actually went to your account. It was done. That's the presence of a kind gesture. But because you didn't see that notification in your junk, you won't even know something has been done. You just go your merry way and say, ah, Thank you, Jesus. Ah, I just like the way I've just been swiping, tapping, and things are just flowing. But something was done. 
but you didn't acknowledge it. Because why? You didn't pay attention because it wasn't in your sight. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 2, New Living Translation says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Verse 2, Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. Then he begins to list it out in verse 3. May I never forget. So it's possible to actually forget the good things that God has done. But we're not a bunch like that. Because we're thankful and grateful people. People that actually acknowledge the goodness of God. I really love what we saw. During the time of announcement, the church building. Sometimes when I look and I just stay, you know, when I look, in fact, just the stage, ah, I just give God the glory. I used to remember those, the two flowers. Ah, God removed them. Thank you, Jesus. Just looking at the beauty that the Lord has given unto us is truly his hand. In Luke chapter 17, verse 12 to 19, we're going to quickly read it. And it says, as he entered a village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of the leprosy. One of them, when he saw, aka when he acknowledged, that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Perhaps... One of the reasons why the nine did not return is because they did not acknowledge. They didn't even notice. Ah, we shouted to Jesus. We thought that he would, you know, lay his hand or do a spin or whatever it is. And he just said, go, go your merry way and show yourself to the priest. And he said, this guy, maybe ah, his power has expired. Let's just go. And they just went. But that one acknowledged that something is different. My hand that had that leprosy, it doesn't have it any longer. It used to be disfigured. It's no longer there. Thank you, Jesus. And he came back. So acknowledging it, paying attention to it. There's so many good things that the Lord has done, is doing for us as a ministry. So many things. And I'm so excited because we're capturing each of them in the different services. In fact, that's not even exhaustive. So many things, so many things. The third component of thanksgiving is expression of gratitude. So you can, something good can be done. You can acknowledge it or notice that, oh, something good has been done. But it is not over. That's not enough until it is vocalized. You need to express it. This is actually making it known to the giver of the gift that, hey, I noticed this was done for me. 
and I'm coming back to say thank you. You can't just say it in your heart, oh, God bless this person. No, 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 no. It's not, <laughs> it's not enough. You need to go back because you might actually acknowledge it and you're thankful, but they're looking at that person saying, oh, this person is an ingrate. So when we go back to Jesus, when we come back, when we share testimonies, two minutes, brevity, two minutes, it is us coming back to express our gratitude to Jesus. Yes, we acknowledge it in our room or wherever it is, but when we share it, we're thanking him, we're expressing it back to him. One of the tips when you're expressing it is make it specific. Don't just say thank you, Jesus. He might say for what? Make it specific. Have you had people that will say thank you and you're like, for what? I don't really know what you're talking about. Then you begin to list it. Someone sent me a text and as she began to list out the things, there were some things that she even listed, honestly, I'd totally forgotten. But as she was listening that, I started remembering. I said, oh my goodness, I don't even remember this. Making it specific, not generic. Your pastor says that when we're thanking God, which is not the time to summarize it. It is the time to go into details. Thank you God for the teachers. Go into details. Go into details. I want to thank God. Have a, an introduction, a body conclusion. If you went to English class, you will know what I'm talking about right now. There's a structure that I tell you for your essays. Have an introduction, have a body, have a conclusion. Go into details. So now, let's bring it home. We've talked about the component. What are we thankful to Jesus for as a ministry? One of the things that he wants us to zoom in is the word of God. Ah. So let's start with the first one we know is presence. Presence of that gift of revelation. It is a gift from God. First Samuel chapter 3 verse 1 says, Amplified. Now the boy Samuel was attending to the service of the Lord under the supervision of Eli. The word of the Lord was rare and precious in those days. Visions, that is new revelations of divine truth were not widespread. In those days it was rare. Visions was extremely rare. It was not something that people received. But that's not the case in this place. Ah, God gives us revelations. It's not just one service, oh, not the second, not the third, not the fourth alone. We have, when you are done with Sunday, you're still trying to, it's a buffet, right? You know, and with buffet, you come with, if you want to do buffet very well, you come with a very nice pants that, you know, has elastic so that you can eat as much. So we come ready with our hearts like that elastic to receive. But we, it doesn't stop on, 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 sun, uh, sorry, on Sunday. We go to Tuesday, ask Pastor E, and people just be sending questions, anonymous, asking some questions. I'm like, are you trying to trap Pastor? Ah, no, it's not going to happen. Then we don't, it doesn't stop on Tuesday. Maybe it gives us a little bit of a break. You know, you have your own personal devotion. Thursday again, you come for Bible studies. It's interactive. Question, pom, 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 flying. Sorry, if you are wondering what is pom, 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 that is my sound um, effect saying. It's going with speed. And asking so many of the questions. 
and you think, okay, maybe ah, we've eaten so much, so much, and then Friday night prayers. Oh, I have Friday night prayers. When I'm coming, I'm coming, you know, very relaxed. No heels, nothing like that. Because you're just enjoying yourself in the presence of God. And God is doing what he wants to do. And then you say, okay, maybe Saturday, I'm taking a little bit of break. Mm, no, 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 no. Then Sunday starts again. So God has been releasing so many. You know, one of the things that God spoke through his servant is, we are powered by revelation. Can you imagine having um, 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 maybe a sign or a label saying powered by revelation, but there is no revelation? Ah. But that's not the case here. There is revelation, 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 abundance of it. So let's go to the next step, acknowledging it. So let's go into details because I talked about details. So let me also apply my stuff. The first one is the abundance of the word. We just learned about that, the different services that we have. And God speaks. You know, when I think about it, four services, different messages. You know, it takes a lot of time in preparing. We thank God for the grace of the shepherd over this house. That God can release so many. And some people will be saying something, I'm like, ah! He just talked it to me directly. Like, in fact, some examples. I'm like, yeah, God, you're just exposing me. But thank God you guys don't know. You know, but it's so specific. Abundance of his word. The next one is the timeliness of the word here. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 23, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And the word spoken in due season. How good it is. God sends his word to us in due season. There's sometimes, and let me, let, me, let me just ensure for some people that might not know the process. The word, the themes of the month are usually gotten the year before. So it's not like pastors trying to do Google search, do a pull and say, okay, fine. Okay, what topic do you guys want to hear? No, 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 no. God gives it ahead of time. But when it comes, you see that month appear and you see the thing and you're like, God, how did you know this is what I'm going to be going through at this time? And you send the word that I need, the direction I need or the correction I need. Sometimes, you know, yes, we know that God knows all things. He knows the end from the beginning. But sometimes when it comes, I'm just like, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, oh my gosh! Because it's so amazing to see how timely it is. Sometimes, you know, when I'm like, oh, okay, God, what am I going to read for my devotion and all? And then he gives me, um, maybe, maybe like, you know, I'm reading a character or, or, or scripture, whatever it is. And then the theme of the month come. And then maybe at one point I'm going through something or whatever it is. And then it just ties in. I'm like, oh my gosh, God, this is so amazing. This is how sometimes, I'm sure God is like, you're screaming, you know. But it's so amazing because it's so timely. So timely. Even though he had already sent it ahead of time. God is faithful. Another thing about the word here is the precision and the performance of his word. God sends his word. It's precise. You know, I was speaking, we were speaking with a family and they were talking about how God said something. And they were like, oh my goodness, pastor, like, how did you know this is a pastor? And it was so precise. Precise. 
God sends a word, maybe a word that is about to happen, and then you actually begin to see it happen. And you're like, oh my goodness. Well, literally, stand, stand well, I'll be standing here, I'll be sitting, whichever one. I'm standing, you guys are sitting. In a miracle, he sent his word. You know, when Pastor, when we first came here, take me to lunch and I'll tell you the details of it. When he seemed like, mm, I don't think this thing is going to work. And then he went, we went home and God said, it will work. To be sincere, when you look at this place, around here I think was the toilet or something like that. Then there was like, you know, stairs and all. So it's not what you're seeing right now. It wasn't like I said, okay, we just broke one wall, that's it, okay. Sunshine, mm, lots of it. But God sent his word, it will work. And is it not working? Is it not working? But God is taking, you to high, taking us to higher grounds. So many of it. I want to list some examples. Eight examples because we're celebrating eight years of God's goodness. When the word came, Canada, are you ready for a female leader? Did God perform the word? We had a female, we, or we have a female premier. When the word came about praying for a minister, I believe maybe in Nigeria, I don't know if he was specific about the country, but it was a prominent um, minister. We didn't know who it was, but we prayed as a church. And then we, if you've seen that testimony or the pictures of Dunsin, I, I think I always mix his name a bit, Dunsin or Dunsin, whichever one. And if you look at, I looked at that picture and I said, this is the hand of God. The word was sent about the space for working as a church. And we're literally sitting in it. The word came about praying against child molesters. And the right, we didn't even realize that right in this Canada is where one of the prominent, the headquarters of child pornography and all of that. And the person was arrested. When the word came about several homes, you know, there was one time it started with seven homes this year. And then now, if you look at the homes and jobs, now it's like homes and jobs is just like, you know, pour water. That's it. It's just flowing, flowing. When a person says, oh, you know, we thank God for, you know, God bless him. You're like, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're waiting for islands now. Huh? When the word came that it is forbidden for anyone to be small. And we're actually seeing it. God is raising giants. Giants, CEOs, directors. When the word came about starting this preschool, it moved from just the word, it became flesh. We got our permit and now we have it. So if you have not signed up, quickly sign up. When the word came and it was given to us and the shepherd over this house about bringing restoration and transformation to all. And each and every one is an example of restoration and transformation. We're just here to really thank the Lord for what he has been doing for us. It is not easy to be standing for eight years. It is not easy to be standing for eight years. While pastor was teaching, you know, and she gave the analogy of the e-transfer, which I like, Amen. Not because my birthday is tomorrow, um, but just it's just good to send e-transfers in there. I'm not sure if you're getting the message. <laughs> but, but seriously, 
you know, the Lord was speaking to me and he said, one of the reasons why people don't give thanks is because the miracles come too easily. It comes too cheaply. To the point where we even forget. You know, uh, one of the um, um, uh, leaders shared a testimony with me a few days ago. He said, during one of the Ask Pastor E, he came to assist and he was a bit strong, you know, so he was sleeping during Ask, Ask Pastor E here in the auditorium. And um, afterwards, I went and I joked around and I just tapped him and I said, oh, you know, he must have had a long day or something like that. And I just moved on. This was many weeks ago. He said he just remembered a few days ago that after when I shared the testimony of the high five of the little boy and he got healed, he said he just remembered that when I just tapped his shoulder, the, the symptoms of flu, the headache, everything left. But he completely forgot about it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes the simplicity of the release of the power of God makes us forget to come and say thank you. It makes us even feel like maybe it was not really even God. You know, we're just saying thank you just out of courtesy, but it wasn't really God. I mean, how can I dip in a, in a, in a, in a, in a river seven times and come out perfected? No, 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 no. It, it could not have been God. How, how can someone just speak a blessing? You're getting your job this week and suddenly it just happened. No, most likely it was meant to be. You know, if we're not careful, we can take the grace of God for granted. It, you see, I love a life of ease. Intensity, but with ease. But the danger is people can forget that God is the one moving because of the grace at work in your life. Even me, one day I was, I was taking a walk, preparing for the month, a few months ago, and the Lord had to tell me, he said, do you know how many unique messages you preach every month? He was helping me to be thankful for revelation. Do you understand what I am doing in you? You just take a walk and books are downloaded. You just do this and revelation comes. You had better not take it for granted. I fast, I pray, but those things don't come as a result of fasting and prayer. It comes by grace. It comes by grace. Hallelujah. So we're just here to say thank you, Lord. And what we thank God for multiplies. Every testimony we acknowledge multiplies. Every revelation we acknowledge multiplies. What a mighty, mighty God. Ministry in Canada is not child's play. In Edmonton, that some people call Deadminton, is not child's play. I'm saying all this so that we can be able to acknowledge the goodness of God. It is by the hand of God. One of the ministers, Pastor Pique, that's been here before, goes around the world ministry. He said, Edmonton, according to him, has one of the heaviest deposits of demonic activity that he has experienced. Maybe other than Nigeria. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but we are still standing. And we are shining every day. We are going from glory to glory. We are multiplying. We are increasing. We are having testimonies. The devil cannot stop you and I. If he could, he would have stopped us already. 
Can I hear a loud amen? One more time, just say thank you, Jesus. For eight years, thank you, Jesus. For every single day, thank you, Jesus. For revelation, thank you, Jesus. For every testimony, thank you, Jesus. And for the bright future ahead of us, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Some people are just looking at me. I don't know. We're saying thank you, Jesus. Are you just looking at me? We're grateful to God. Some people here are meant to have been dead. I mean stone cold dead, not figuratively, literally dead. If not for the grace of God. Destinies that would have been messed up if not for the grace of God. I remember one of us, I, I, was, I went with the family to go and pick her up from a crack house. I just couldn't take pictures because that would have been, you know, uh, insensitive. Practically naked, extremely skinny, just, just really a mess. And she has testified herself. I look at her many times and I'm just saying, look, look, look at God. Look at God. He's back in school now. Things are moving from glory to glory. Before she'll come out and go back in, come out, go back in. But now it's been, it's been, it's been over a year by the grace of God. If not for the grace of God, where will we be today? Don't take the simplicity of the move of God here for granted. All you have to do is step out of light into darkness and realize how hard it is in darkness. The things that we have with ease comes with burdens for many people. But to Jesus be all the praise. And I pray that we'll live here every day with a heart of gratitude in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please jump up on your feet. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibuku Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org slash save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.